You're listening to Comedy Central. Please welcome Gail King. I'm so glad this to finally so have you on the show. This, this is, is great for us. This is my first time on the Trevor yeah, Noah show. Yeah, this is great. This is great to have you. Because, because we watch you, we watch you every single day. Obviously, we no. watch all the news, but we love watching your show every single morning. How do you do it? Where like we report on news all the time, and we make jokes about it, and the audience laughs at yeah. it, and and you're in a position where sometimes you have to report the most outlandish story. And then with a straight face, just carry on like nothing happened. Well, this you know, is live as well. It, Are there it no is moments live. Where you, you... And sometimes you just have to bite the inside of your cheek as hard as you possibly can. <laughs> Somebody told me once, if you grab the inside of your, your, your skin right here and pinch it as hard as you can, that will prevent you from laughing. Wow. So I, a couple of times I've had to do this. But I was watching at the top of the show where you were talking about the apology. I know we're not going to talk a lot about news. But don't you think, Trevor, that if they finally come out and apologize now, right. would it still mean something when I have to beat you up to give me an apology? Does that really, does that feel good to you if well, I have to well, sort of embarrass you to apologize for something? Here's my honest opinion on it. Yeah. I, I think that many people would like the White House to apologize because it restores the pretense of normalcy um. in what's happening in Washington as opposed to the actual act of apologizing. So people are just like, just say it's normal again. Yes, but in the past, it seems that when you're asked to apologize at this particular White House, they double down and do yes. the opposite. Right. So I don't know if it, even if you get the apology, if it's gonna mean anything. So if they're know. doing the opposite, maybe I don't maybe think journalists... the apology's coming, by the way. I just don't. I don't think they've ever apologized. No. Yeah, I don't think they've ever, ever... I think the yeah. only apology I've ever heard Trump give was about the pussy grab tape. Yeah. That was the only one, which I think he regrets because then afterwards he couldn't take it back. He was like, I don't know if that tape was real. People are like, you yeah. apologize. And he's like, yes. damn it. Yes. That's yeah. why I don't apologize. Yes. But I don't want to inundate you with news. You, yes. you talk about that news all the time. I want to talk to you about all the other exciting news you get to do. You get to cover really serious stories. And then, like, for instance, the story coming up now, you get to go and cover the, the royal... royal wedding. <laughs> about that. I am leaving tomorrow on a jet plane, going to England, and I'm so excited about this. Why? Because, listen, I got up at 4 o'clock in the morning to watch Princess Diana when she got married, got right. up at 4 o'clock to, unfortunately, watch the funeral. And I still remember William and Harry walking behind their mom's casket. Wow. That was heartbreaking. He was 12. And, you know, he's, Harry's been through some stuff. He's been very mischievous, done some things. But it's so nice to see him come out on the other side and in love. And right. look at Meghan Markle. Biracial, American, divorced, older by three years, so that doesn't really count. But it's, it, it doesn't, that doesn't really count. But she is so opposite of what you would expect in the monarchy. Right. But yet they've embraced her. And I, I'm just nuts about this girl. I don't know her either. But everything I read and see, we've interviewed her friends, we've talked to people who've worked with her. She just seems like the real deal. She had a life before him, and the two of them together, I just think are magical. It I just does love feel love, like a fairy Trevor. tale. Don't you love love? I love love. I do, I love I love, love. love. I really love love. It's like a fairy tale story. I do too. In many ways. Should we ask if you're in love, Trevor Noah? I'm always in love. Are you? Because I love love. <laughs> I love love. 
Let, let me talk to very you about good, the book. Very good. <laughs> very good. Let me talk to you about the book. Yes. Notes to self. Notes I feel to like self. in many ways that's what this book is about. It's about love. It's about love that people have for themselves, yes. a love that they may not have 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 had expressed to them by others. And now as adults, they get to talk to themselves about where did the idea come from and how do you get somebody to truthfully write a note to their younger selves? Well, it's just a matter of reflecting on your life and, and if you could go back, what would you tell your younger self? We all have life lessons that we've learned along the way. And I think that it's interesting for people. It's cathartic for some, it's empowering for some, right. it's painful for some, fun and funny. And I'm always amazed at how seriously people take it. Yes. And so, you know, you put a lot of thought into it. I think I would ask the audience, just think about it, if you had to reflect on your life, what would you tell yourself back it's, then? It's interesting because you have uh, Oprah Winfrey, you have Joe Biden, you have Tyler Joe Perry. Biden, yes. you, you have these beautiful stories. John Lewis, John Lewis. I wanted how to about read John this Lewis's passage of, of Tyler Perry's that, that yes. really got to me. And he says here, he says, I know that you didn't know, you don't know this right now, writing to his younger self. Yeah. But who you become is being shaped inside of every one of those bad experiences. The yeah. good, the bad, and yes, even the ugly ones. They're all going to work together for your good. Yes. And it's powerful because you feel like in this story, I learned about Tyler Perry in a tiny little note yeah. to himself, yeah. more things than I've learned in most interviews. You know, it's interesting. He was the one that told me that that was cathartic for him, that he had never really thought about it. Look at Tyler's life, who is now a mogul, as you know, in Hollywood. But he, you know, was writing the plays. He was expecting a big audience. Only 32 people showed up the first night. But he has now turned that into Tyler Perry Studios, which is bigger than Warner Brothers. It's bigger than Warner Brothers. What Tyler Perry has created in the city of Atlanta, right. his own studios with his own sound stages, he's huge. And so to come from where he came from and was abused, he talks about how he was abused as a child, to come from where he's come from to now is amazing. It really is beautiful. Amazing. It's inspired me to write a note to myself as a no. kid. I've thought to myself, if I could write a note to myself, what would it be? And the note w I thought of was... Would you think about doing it for us? Yeah, mine, okay. mine was 13, 26, 18, 47, 5, 3, <laughs> which was the winning lottery numbers uh -huh. that I wish I knew. <laughs> you, you guys started laughing. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> Thank you so what much for being on this show. Gail will be co-hosting oh. CBS News' Royal Wedding coverage oh, live from yes. London, May 19th from 4 to 9 a.m. Eastern. And note to self, is available now. Gail King, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.